everyone, my name is Rachel Moses. I'm the Multimedia Editor for Thorax BMG. You are listening to our Thorax podcast series. And today I'm delighted to be joined by Dr. Waru, who is an Associate Professor of Epidemiology at the Crafting Research Centre, Institute of Medicine, University of Gothenburg, Sweden. And we are going to talk about his recently published paper entitled The Use of Hormonal Contraceptives and the Impact of Severe Exacerbation in Women with Asthma, a 17-year population-based cohort study. So welcome. The first question I would like to ask is around the interest in the role and correlation of sex hormones in the incidence and severity of asthma. And I know from um, looking at your studies as a team, you're very well published in this area. So can you tell us a little bit about your most recent study, please? Okay, just to give a small background, uh, um, there's an intriguing relationship we see between sex and asthma. And this has been for for years. Uh, Many studies have been published since the last 40 years trying to understand um, why during childhood boys um, have higher incidence of asthma than girls but starting from around the time of puberty we see there is a change that <clears throat> asthma becomes more common in women and more severe in women than in men and so the hypothesis has been that uh, the sex hormones who which, which uh, uh, increase in activity uh, from around puberty uh, may play a role in this. So over the last 40 years, several studies have been investigating this question, but so far there has been no conclusion. In 2017, we published a paper in which we brought all the studies in this area together to make meaning of what the evidence says. And the conclusion was that we do not yet have robust evidence because existing studies are hampered by several biases. So we propose that there is need to conduct long-term studies, population-based studies that have uh, good power to detect any potential association between uh, sex hormones and asthma. In the current study, we use um, GP database in the UK, which uh, involved about 600 uh, GP centers in the UK. And these were brought together through the um, Optimum uh, Patient Research Database, which is a GP database in the UK we use to recruit around 83,000 women Um, who are their reproductive age. Um, So we followed these women for 17 years, and the question was to know whether the use of hormonal contraceptives influence severity of asthma. So we also wanted to know whether the duration of use of hormonal contraceptives is important in this question. I also wanted to know whether the type of hormonal contraceptive was important. So after 17 years of follow-up, we found that women who were using hormonal contraceptives compared to those who were not using were less likely to have severe asthma exacerbation 
and then who women who were using it for the long term for instance women who were using for five years and more were um, more less likely than women who were using it for instance three to four years and those who are using three to four years we are less likely also to have uh, asthma exacerbation than those who are using it for one year uh, or those who are not using it so this is important finding for this field because um, this is the most robust study we have so far had in this evidence and um, we think that it has value in uh, clearing our understanding on the role of sex hormones particularly the use of hormonal contraceptives in asthma in women so, I mean, that, thank you for explaining the whole study and what is the longest longitudinal study investigating the impacts of hormonal contraceptives of asthma in reproductive women, as you said. Um, now, as a research team, you've identified what you define as this um, small protective effect of severe asthma exacerbations in women of reproductive age. What is the importance of that clinically? And what can we take away from that? Well, clinically, we do not think this finding will um, will end up into clinical guideline or advice. But in terms of building the evidence to understand the impact of sex hormones, we think that the signal we have got from this study helps us to have the confidence to uh, progress towards designing more uh, studies in terms of trying to understand the mechanism through which uh, uh, hormonal contraceptives may influence asthma in women who already have asthma. And the other way is that the signal we get from this study uh, can also be a motivation in uh, designing a clinical trial so that we can um, have more control in which women are given hormonal contraceptives and which are not given in a random manner so that we have more confidence in the evidence. And mind you, the particular study we have done now is within the spectrum of what we call observational studies, which in, in a sense, we do not have control of uh, women who have taken the hormonal contraceptives, how they have taken it. Uh, so from here, I think uh, we can go towards clinical trials in order to control that and be able to um have uh, a more confirmation of this particular finding we have established and i think that's a really important point and i'm going to bring in a correlation here from a very recently published paper in thorax from dr han and the pittsburgh team which was looking at serum-free testosterone in asthma including hospital hospitalization rates and lung function in british adults um, and one of their key findings was that elevated free testosterone levels were associated with lower odds of asthma and wheeze in both women and men, and lower odds of asthma hospitalizations in women with higher FEV1 and FEC ratios in men. So is there any, is it right to correlate? I mean, I just wondered if you could touch on that, combining your findings and the findings of this previous paper. Um, well, I think um, this is an important finding from this study, important in the sense that um, this is the first clear indication we have with regards to 
testosterone level, um, both in women and in men. In that sense, this is important study and it provides an opportunity for other groups to also take it from there to confirm. Uh, but um, um, the problem uh, with reference to the evidence synthesis we did in 2017 I mentioned, one of the problems we had is that most studies have been designed in a cross-sectional way. And what that means is that um, the, uh, you, the, the serum level of testosterone and the asthma event were measured at the same time. So we cannot know from that study which one comes first, whether uh, those who had asthma, uh, that led to a higher level of testosterone or the testosterone itself led to reduction in asthma incidence. So in going forward, I think this important finding from this study needs to be uh, confirmed by using longitudinal study as we have done in the current paper uh, uh, so that it will be clearer whether it is actually the testosterone that precedes the asthma event. Fascinating. And I think by the sounds of it, you have already started your next research into this area. Would that be correct? Yes, uh, <laughs> we have research programs to, um, because the sex hormones are generally divided into two, the exogenous ones, which women take, as well as the endogenous ones that are biologically uh, uh, retrieved. So we have a research program in, in this area, and I think uh, we'll try to see whether our results in the future will confirm this, uh, this finding. Thank you so much for joining me today. Now, many thanks for listening. Um, and for those of you that enjoyed this podcast, there is a hyperlink at the bottom of this section to the Thorax BMJ website. Please do leave any comments or feedback via our Twitter or Facebook page at Thorax BMJ. Thank you very much. <laughs>